Good evening, law students and everyone else, friends, enemies, Megan. Hey. Welcome to Law School in Brief, episode 69. It's been a little while. I mean, sorry to all the listeners that we've been, we've missed a couple weeks. I had exams. Megan had a midterm and work orientation, and then I had work orientation and started work yesterday. So here we are to tell you all about it. I know that you're waiting with bated breath to hear about how my midterm went. And I hate to tell you, I don't know yet. (laughs) (laughs) I know. I don't know the, I don't know about my grade term exams yet either. Yeah. Do you feel like the longer we, are in law school the less we care about our exam results or is that is that wrong I think it would make sense to care less well I think it depends god such a law school answer I just like I think that I have been a little bit less stressed about it because of my summer internship that will hopefully fingers crossed turn into a job offer and they do look at grades to make sure that you haven't like totally messed up or that something's going on. But I don't need to like be top of anything because I'm not like still trying to go through OCI or trying to get a clerkship or anything like that. That kind of sucks though. I mean, like <laughs> I would much rather have like the the high likelihood of employment after a summer job. Um, Don't get me wrong. But at the same time, that just to me has this, uh, it like reminds me of having to show my parents, my report card. Like like, (laughs) we're not going to be mad at you. We just want to make sure everything's copacetic. Exactly. Yes. Yes. (laughs) But like, still there's like a, there is like an element of like shame and anxiety. Absolutely. Like we're not going to punish you. We're just disappointed. Right, right, right. We're going to have to course correct if we see anything less than a B. So, you know, you're beautiful and perfect and smart, but um, don't mess this up. <laughs> I know. And meanwhile, it's not exactly the same motivation as thinking like, oh, I need to do really well so that I get a great job and make money and do whatever, you know. It's just like the kind of negative motivation of like, don't mess up. Ooh, yeah. Ooh, that's like, yep. Mm-hmm. I think that that really like hits the hits the nail on the head. It's only negative motivation. <laughs> like, you just don't want the floor to fall out from underneath you. Which does lead me to one of my lows. Oh, about my trust and estates exam. Uh, listeners, you are all here for our trust and estates study sesh. I did feel good about trust and estates going in. Um, and I feel okay coming out, but I will admit that I spent the first, let's see, sixth of the exam, uh, which is when most people outline their answer crying because, uh, I misunderstood something that was happening to my computer. So I will share this very specific piece of information that might help one person and if that is the case then I hope I can prevent you from spending a sixth of your exam time crying so basically some exam softwares will cut off your access to the internet 
and they do that to prevent cheating. But meanwhile, the program still like they still can access their network to like back up your answer and to like submit your answer and everything. So there's some like your computer is actually still connected to the internet. So anyways, I go into the software. I download the exam like prompt and then I really wanted to print it out so that I could read it on paper and like mark it up and start oh, outlining on paper. That makes all the difference. Yeah. Well, unfortunately, the printer that I was using was a printer that was connected over Wi-Fi or over some kind of like home network. It wasn't connected to my laptop by a cord. So I kept trying to print to it, but it kept saying like not connected to printer. Like the exam software had cut off that network as well, which I just, I just didn't think about that being part of the like Wi-Fi that would be cut off. So for way too long, I was troubleshooting with the printer, turning it off and on, like restarting the internet, um, all of this stuff. And then realized like after like 30 minutes, like, oh, it's an issue with the, like the software is doing this. Like, this is not like, I ha I didn't just like lose access to the internet, which I was concerned about because I thought I would need, like, I thought I wouldn't be able to submit the exam. Um, it's just an issue like with the printer being wireless. So I found a cord to plug the printer into my computer, but that didn't work either because that cord was something that was just used to help set up the printer um, and originally get it connected to my laptop, but it did not, it did not function. It doesn't, it's like too advanced of a printer. And my other printer, which has like color ink in it that I got from Craigslist to like print something once in color, um, like it was, it's like, it, it's like stored. I didn't have access to it at the moment. So I was just like, oh my gosh. And finally I just read it on the screen. But in my mind, like, like I write down my like to-do list for an exam. And the first step is like print out the prompt. And I just like couldn't do the first step. So I couldn't mm -hmm. go beyond the first step until like, I just had to like stop. I was like truly hyperventilating. I was like crying. I wanted to scream into a pillow. I probably just should have done that, but I didn't want to concern any neighbors. So I was trying to be quiet while also definitely being very loud in my like horrible noises. And I was just like, okay, I'm setting a timer for like two minutes. I'm going to lay here completely still with Raja, like sitting on top of me. And when I get up from that, that's when the exam actually starts. The original starting time was not an actual starting time. This is the actual starting time. And like, once I just like got into that mode and like read it on the computer, it was just like a race. And I was just like, go, go, go. Like, you know, at least, at least it didn't happen on my corporations exam, but that was definitely a low. I mean, that just listening to that might be my low for the week. No, that gives, that gives me hives. It was, it was possibly preventable, but it's one of those things that I wouldn't have thought to ask during the like exam prep info right. session or like I knew I wouldn't have access to the internet. Like I had at least read up on that, but it was just one of those, one of those little things that got, that got away from me despite being as prepared as I thought I was. You know, I know that I think in, in our last episode, we talked about this, but 
going back to taking exams in person is going to be so shocking because I mean, I realize that if, if you were in person for this exam, you likely would have had the printed out version. Yes. But like, you wouldn't be able to like lay down for two minutes with your cat and like, you know, hyperventilate and talk yourself down. (laughs) Like you would be be in a classroom full of people. Oh, I can't even imagine the anxiety. But you know what? I thought about our last episode during this. I was like, I jinxed myself. Cause I, I remember during the last episode just being like, Oh, exams at home are so great. And then I was like, (laughs) no, (laughs) but actually the other two exams after that were totally fine. So I still believe my stance that exams from home are preferred, but my stance that exam for is an unnecessary software that I strongly dislike is just strengthened. Mm. Yeah. Well, I'm glad that you made it through. Thanks. Yeah. All when are your exams? <laughs> oh, my five exams, you ask? Oh, my. <laughs> <laughs> um, they begin on June 6th. Um, and then my last one will be on June 12th. And I actually I mentioned this in the last episode, but I have two exams scheduled on the same day. Oh, yeah. So, what happened with that? Oh, my gosh. Oh, well, nothing yet. They usually send an email out probably like by the end of this week or next week that's going to say, you know, if you need to like change the date of your exam or request an accommodation for any way, now's the time to do it. So okay. I'll do it then. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm dreading those. I guess that kind of like segues into my low. Um, well, maybe not my low, but kind of like my meh. Mm-hmm. You know, I, so I'm taking these five classes, Brittany, shout out to Brittany. She told me I was foolish for doing this. She was absolutely right. Um, and I've reasoned through this with you on air about feeling like taking those two bar prep courses were really in my best interest because even if I got like a B, you know, I would still, I would still be like ahead with my bar prep and that was worth it to me. Right. Um, however, The way these classes are laid out, each week you're focusing on um, a doctrinal class. So last week it was all constitutional law. Mm -hmm. Um, The week before that it was all civil procedure. And the thing is, like, we spend an entire trimester learning these things, right? Yeah. And now it's, like, condensed into a week. And you, at the end of each week, there's an assessment that's actually counted towards your grade, so it's like you have to like refresh your memory on every single aspect of these areas of law. Oh my god! So to prepare for the end of week assessment, um, Are and those you know, closed book. I'm guessing. No, thank <sighs> goodness, no. Thank goodness, Ooh. no. But I mean, even still, like you know, having to like relearn civil procedure <laughs> and by relearn I mean learn it for the first time because my <laughs> my first year was a blur or my first oh. trimester rather um yeah and the, and you know it's like it would be fun if it was the only thing I was doing but oh man oh man oh man this is it's taking a serious toll on me oh Megan <laughs> well it's like it's that so it, it's more like I'm kicking myself because I I'm I'm doing the hard thing that I know I will be better for in the long run, but it's really unpleasant in the short term. 
because that's on top of the three other classes I'm taking and being a TA and moot like moot court is in like full swing right now. Cause it's, it's competition season. It's tryout season. So like today Whoa. I was on zoom for four hours no. being a bailiff for oral arguments. Oh my gosh. Yeah. You want to, if you want to watch my soul leave my body in real time, <laughs> you can log into my zoom room between like noon and five. <laughs> I mean, you literally watch my soul leave my body from my eyes. Oh. My, I'm it's hard. It's hard to, adequately explain what's I mean it's like when you're acting as a bailiff all you're doing is keeping time Mm -hmm. so I'm not listening to what they're saying necessarily because I'm not asking them questions so I'm just staring at a screen watching a countdown (laughs) tick from 10 minutes over and over and over and over again for like five hours (laughs) that's that's mind numbing it 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 sure is Lydia how much how much longer do you have to do it like uh, trials can't last or like tryouts can't last that long right well so it all started last week because well here's the thing because i'm also a ta for lmc legal methods and communications it's like i'm getting it on both ends so the students have to do oral arguments um for their lmc classes and then once those are done, they're all kind of warmed up and they just roll right into the intramural. So last week I was a judge for all of their practice rounds, all of them. Wow. This week I'm a bailiff for all of their graded rounds, still in LMC. And then next week I will be on as a, as a member of the moot court board, not their TA anymore. I will be doing this for a third time um, on Wednesday, Thursday, and Friday for the intramural competition. (laughs) So it's like the whole month is taken up by me sitting on Zoom listening to one else argue. That's Uh, a lot. Yeah, but at least I'm getting paid. Yeah, okay, good point, good point, good point. Yes, that's good. Yeah. Yeah. I should stop complaining. I'm just like, I'm crabby tonight. I gotta tell the truth. Like, that was... Well, that was me last night, except instead of, you know, being a little crabby, but still showing up and, and chatting, I was like, I can't even do the podcast. I, I can't <laughs> no, because I was like, I mean, honestly, I, I could, if you hadn't said, you know, can we do it tomorrow night? I probably would have deferred it tonight because I was really? just so, it's like a level of tired that's, you're not even tired. You're just bored of being awake. Does that make sense? Damn. Oh my God. <laughs> That's where I'm at. I'm not tired. I'm just bored with being awake. Wow. That's rough. Yep. <laughs> and that's just your meh? I mean, that is your low. Well, I, I'll tell you about my low. And this is like, this kind of does dovetail into that. Um, the professor that I TA for, um, I like her a lot. And I, you know, when, when an authority figure like takes a liking to you, you just want, like you, you end up kind of like really wanting to please them, you know, like at least I do. Um, yeah, of course. Yeah. I like want her to like, like me and like, you know, be proud of the work that I do and like think that I'm reliable and good. And, 
So she had asked me, um, because all of the students in our section turned in their very final brief of the year, like the big final product that they've been working towards their whole 1L year. And she asked me if, in addition to all of the oral argument work I'm doing, if I could make a list of citations for about like 45 to 50 sources. Whoa. Yeah. And like, these are all the sources that people could potentially be using in those briefs. And she wanted me to make the list because it would be easier for her while she's going through the papers to like reference the citations people are putting down against the citation list I created to make sure that they were correct. Yeah. Totally smart. Totally makes sense. And I, wanted to do it so badly, but I just literally did not have the time to do that and also like do reading for class. So yeah, you just hit your limit. I hit, I I found my threshold and I had to text her and say like, I'm sorry. I just, I cannot, I cannot do this. And, um, and I felt so bad. Don't feel that bad, (laughs) Megan. It's good that you didn't tell her that you could do it and then mess it well, up. No, I, I did tell her I could do it. I was like, yes, I can, I can do, I can do the citation list. Um, oh, well, I thought you, I thought she asked you to do it and you said no. No, no, no. She asked me if I could do it. I said, yes, 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 I can do it. Um, but then this, I mean, I don't want to put the blame on her at all. When I agreed to do it, this was in like mid April and then okay. she didn't give me the list of the sources until like two weeks later. So then I had a week to do the citation list. Aww. And I kept like thinking, okay, today's the day. Today's the day. Today's the uh, day. Yeah. And then finally, like the day after their papers were due, I just realized that there was no <laughs> conceivable way I could do it. So <laughs> well, at least I, you didn't say you could do it and then turn in a shoddy work product. That was my thought too. I was like, yeah. I know, I know how tired I am right now. And I know, so I know the likelihood that all of my citations are correct is slim to none. Right. And I hate to admit that on air, but it's true. I am, I am but a human being. Like, yeah, I I don't have any blue book superpowers. I just, I just take a really, really, really long time. That's another thing I think when I was a 1L, I looked at 2Ls who were, who were TAs who were in my position essentially. Yeah. And I remember thinking, damn, like, how did they get there? Like, how did, like, their citations must be really good. Yeah. <laughs> like, you're, this is me, the person who was so angry at citations last year that I crumpled my book and threw it yes. across the room. The photo is available on the blog, lawschoolandbrief.com. <laughs> right. And I was like, I've been waiting for the magic hack or, like, you know, for it all to sort of click. And I, it it hasn't. It still takes me just as long to do oh to do it, you know. Um, so that was my low. Just feeling like a rookie and like I'm not delivering. I mean, Professor Deneen could not have been nicer about it, and she totally understood. Um, but damn, yeah. I have other lows as well. Great. Yeah, let's not lighten the mood yet. How lo- how low can we go? <laughs> um, I just have a list of other times I've cried in the past three weeks. Oh, oh please. So, um, Billy left for the summer, so we cried a little bit. But there are many, you know, mitigations to that. Like, I'll probably go to New York, New Jersey, like, to see the office that I'll be working in next year. And 
and whatnot. We'll have fun later in the summer, but it still sucks. Yeah. And then my contractor for the house, put that on the bingo card, um, who I've been waiting to finish this drywall job for two and a half months, texted me two nights ago that he was giving up on the job. So I went over there yesterday to pay him like the a, a much smaller amount than I would have if he had finished it. And like, Why is he giving so- up? Just family stuff. So oh, I understand. Okay. I was like, wow, was the job really that hard? <laughs> it was a lot. I mean, the cynical part of me is like, maybe that's an excuse that he gave that he would know is like socially acceptable, but really it just like wasn't worth his like time anymore because it was too big of a job for what he had quoted me for probably. Mm-hmm. Um, if that's, if that's the case, but so it's just like, it's an absolute wreck. <laughs> it's just like, it was very, very demoralizing because, um, now that I've started the internship, it's, it's just so much harder to like get quotes for contractors and like meet them at my house and during the day, like, I'm not going to be doing that while I need right. to be working. So it just kind of feels like, oh, that was like, I thought it would have been done before now. And there's all these things I can do on my own after that step is done. And now that it's like, once again, like now that I've gone back two steps, uh, it just feels like, oh, this actually isn't going to like happen. Like I'll probably just need to like wrap it up and sell the house. Like kind of. That's just what it feels like. It just felt so demoralizing. Like, for example, like they took all the kitchen cabinets down to replace the drywall on the kitchen, in the kitchen walls. Mm-hmm. And the cabinets are still down. Like the electrical outlets don't have like plates on them. Like Oof. there aren't any lights. Like it's just like, it's so, so, so unfinished. And like, uh, it's it's mudded and taped, but not sanded. So I can't even paint on it yet. Um, it's just, yeah, that was very demoralizing. I cried about that. Um, and then the last but not least, my first day of work yesterday, I cried like maybe four or five times just because <laughs> I was very sleep deprived, which is similar to your low. And that was foolish. That was just because the night before I was like, it's my last free night. Like I should just like stay up late and like have Mac and cheese at midnight and whatever. And that was foolish. But then like I was stuck in like the waiting room of the video conference, even though I arrived on time, like I wasn't let in to the meeting for like 10 minutes and all of this important stuff about how to set up your laptop and connect to the like remote network and all of this happened in like the first 10 minutes. So I was like desperately trying to play catch up because like you had to be in the network before you could do any of these other like tech setup things. That was like the first meeting of the day. And I was just like, what, how have I already messed this up? (laughs) Like I tried to be here on time, but, and, and then also in the middle of the day, it was finally like the lunch break. I had spent both of the breaks thus far, like catching up on the phone with like it help and all this and then it was lunch i was like i'm gonna take a shower and kind of like the exam thing i was like when i get out of the shower it's gonna be a new day like that's that's gonna be the thing that delineates like the the day from like a bad day to a good day like after i take a shower it's gonna be like nice and fresh 
And then I go to turn on the shower and the handle broke. So it was just like gushing water. And I couldn't like control it anymore. I couldn't make it like hotter, colder, less, more, nothing. So I like call building maintenance and then wait for them. And then like they're in the apartment fixing it. And they're like the maintenance person definitely did not enjoy having a cat around. So I was like doing everything I could to like prevent Raja from hanging out in the bathroom, which is the only place he wanted to be. And yeah, it was just not, not a great. So then I didn't feel refreshed going back to my later. (laughs) Oh God. So you ended up not taking a shower. I take it. Nope. Well, later in the day I took a shower, but yeah, it was the, the, the best part of yesterday was just going to Ashlyn's house for dinner and she made me this pasta and Brussels sprouts and it was so nice. So shout out to Ashlyn. Shout out Ashlyn. Way to go. She made me feel like a human being. (laughs) Which I appreciate. Oh, I'm sorry. That sounds like a pretty bad first day. It was an exceptionally bad for, Oh, also like, the contractor thing and like looking at the house also happened yesterday. It was like in the afternoon, like after oh. work, I drove over to drop off the check and like also tour the house at the same time. It was just not a good day. Today was so much better. I got my first assignment for work. It seems really interesting. And so I'm like, okay, okay. That was just the first day. It's okay. It's fine. Well, but. so what's the assignment? Well, that's confidential, of course. Uh, I was quizzing you. <laughs> oh, but no, I can tell it wasn't. I genuinely area. forgot. <laughs> the practice area is the International Arbitration Group. So I can tell you that is a case that has to do with arbitration in an international setting. And it is really interesting. Um, really cool stuff. Really interesting, like, combo of my undergrad degree in cross-cultural communication and law school background but it is a litigation practice group and I was hoping to do transactional um I just put this one litigation group just to make sure I wasn't making a mistake by ruling out litigation so given that it's the first assignment I think that that's actually really good because if I I'm surprised by how much I like it. Then as the summer goes on, I'll make sure to like try out other litigation groups and and not like completely rule it out. So is this the type of thing where you would um, at some point this summer actually be litigating or are you doing all the research to prepare the litigator? I would be, I would be doing, I'm doing the research. So they do like, um, I think they try to give the summer interns smaller, discrete projects like writing a memo or like researching one specific question instead of like working on one case all summer just so that they can try out different practice groups. Hmm. Um, I think that's what's going on because like they gave me a due date for it and they were like, just let us know if like this due date doesn't change because we're going to have another project like lined up for you in a different practice group after this. So cool. Yeah. But I know that you can like do observations of different groups and 
Like I could probably observe a trial if there was one going on this summer. Well, that's very cool. I'm so excited to see how different our summers are going to be. Yeah. To like really, really like set them up side by side. Yes. Well, yeah. how was your orientation? It was just a brief. Mine was, yeah. Yeah. So it was through, have you ever heard of this platform called Remo? I have not. Okay. It was pretty interesting. It's essentially a virtual conference space that um, you make an account, you log in and then like your entire browser screen becomes a bird's eye view of a virtual um, like almost like a banquet hall. So you have like different tables and each table has eight seats at it. And so you can, you can bounce around from table to table and quote unquote sit at the table. Um, Yeah. And so each table uh, represented a different type of practice group um and so you could like you could go to the ones that you knew you were going to be working in and and talk to the attorneys there or you could just bounce around and see you know what other people were talking about at different tables Mm -hmm. um and i found that to be very fun and interactive uh there are a couple things first of all i did not realize this but legal aid of north carolina is the biggest law firm in the state had no idea whoa yeah um I, th- I thought so too. They have, I think, 25 offices, um, which was pretty incredible. I didn't realize there were that many offices either. Um, and there are going to be there. So there are 43 MLK interns and we're, we're scattered around the whole state. Um, Ooh, cool. I'm the only person at the high country office, but there, there seem to be a lot of folks who are going to Durham um, and Raleigh, which makes sense because that's sort of where it's headquartered. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. Um, but a lot of like Duke students, um, UNC students, I think there were only one or two students who d- who weren't from a North Carolina law school. Okay. Yeah. But I didn't get a chance to meet everybody. I met maybe like 10 people. Oh. Um, yeah, but I mean, aside from that, so because Elon, here, check your bingo cards, because Elon is a 2.5-year program, Yes. Um, you know, I'm still in school, whereas pretty much everybody else, it was their actual first day of the internship Ooh, yesterday. Oh, okay. So I felt like I'm, I know I'm going to have to rewatch the recordings of a lot of their presentations because it was a lot about like setting up your ADP account and like how to get into your email. And there was a whole tech orientation today that I didn't even go to um, because (laughs) I asked if it was being recorded. I'm like, okay, I'll watch the recording in three weeks when I'm like actually ready to dig into this. Um, So really like not a whole lot to, um, to report on the orientation front other than I'm just really excited. Oh, I got to see my supervising attorney um, like face to face, well not face to face, zoom face to zoom face. Um, up until this point, he and I have just exchanged a bunch of emails and like had some like a couple hours on the phone maybe. Yeah. Um, great. Yeah. And I was like, Oh wow. Putting a face to the name. That's exciting. So yeah. Oh, yeah. That's about it. Yeah, I I will have much more to report in a few weeks. I just, I don't really have much to report from our orientation because 
I was crying during it. And also because <laughs> it was so much information. Like we had a day and a half of orientation and now, now I have projects. <laughs> okay. Quick, quick question about your crying. Were you crying with your camera on? No, no camera off. Because was it was the camera a very off the large, whole time. It, it was, no, it was, it was a large group in the morning and then after lunch, basically once the like maintenance guy fixed my shower, so amazing. It even works better than before. Um, so I was like, wow, things are, things might be looking up. Like I was able, and I didn't cry while the maintenance guy was here. So it was, it was a little reprieve and had a little food. And then for the, like the smaller sessions, I turned my camera on, but you know, it's like zoom. So you couldn't tell that I was like gross looking. I don't know, man. You could tell? <laughs> I wasn't there. I don't know. I'm just saying every time I've ever cried on Zoom, which, pause really quick, how many times could we say that pre-pandemic? <laughs> yeah. Given how many times I've cried on Zoom, I think I've only gotten away with it like once without being called out by somebody in a DM. I was never actively crying on camera. I, I, I had like cleared up a little bit. But I still probably had like a red nose and red cheeks or something when I turned it on. Oh my god! But I wasn't like shaking and like trying and like wiping tears away or anything. Okay. <laughs> See, I I feel like I feel like we're finally kind of getting towards the light at the end of the tunnel with the pandemic, and so I can look back and remember yeah. things like as though they were they're a little more funny than they were at the time absolutely yeah like i'm remembering in my drug uh or pardon me addiction law and policy class oh, okay. in the fall mm-hmm. i was i was actually weeping on camera um, and I remember Brittany DMing me and she was like, oh my God, like turn your camera off. You are fully <laughs> weeping in class right now. And then my professor asked me what was wrong and it was like some, something stupid. I don't even, oh, I remember it was because the, the dog that I was trying to adopt whiskey wasn't working out. Whiskey, <laughs> like was, of course. <laughs> <that's> <laughs> oh, whiskey. <laughs> uh, yeah oh that's a great reason it's to okay <laughs> whiskey paved the way for midge and ren who are true. leagues ahead of whiskey wow you don't yeah. have to you don't have to do whiskey like that okay? i mean I'm sh- equal <laughs> in the eyes of the lord that's true in the wow okay well, we're really putting it <laughs> i'm pretty sure yeah that's a very north carolina spin of you <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh I'm, I, I'm trying to think if I have any other updates and before I just tell you about my wild animal encounter um, of the week do you have a wild animal encounter our new segment well I actually do um, and it's so it's another kill for Midge and Ren Okay, I know. I'm sorry, but that's okay. That that might be our like vibe. Yeah, right. I need to say, Midge and Ren like do not make a peep. Like they are not barky dogs. Really, Mm. they're really they sleep pretty much all day. They're very cuddly, very loving and affectionate. But you let them outside, and they will hunt. (laughs) I mean, they are different dogs. And so the other night, I let them out at like 11:30. 
And I was hoping that they would just pee and come back inside, but instead a hunt ensued and it was really dark and I didn't have my phone and I didn't have shoes on. So I was just like standing on my deck, sort of like mid Ren, come back, come back. And they're like, they have total blinders on. They're seeing red. You know, I can't. Anyway, I see them running in tandem and they're kind of huffing. I'm like, what's happening? And then all of a sudden just everyone stops moving and I squint my eyes and I see that they're pushing around something with their nose. Aww. So I like run inside, grab a phone, turn the flashlight on, and they had killed a baby possum and were just like playing with its corpse. <laughs> so then I called Adam out and Adam was like, oh no. This is the baby possum that I saw the other day who just like wanders in between the log pile oh, and the log and pile again. The log. Yes. It's, it's the highway. I'm telling you. Uh, um, and then we had this whole thing. I was like, well, Adam, can you like throw it in the compost pile? And he was like, well, are you sure it's dead? I don't see any blood. I'm like, I'm sure it's dead. He's like, don't possums play dead. And I'm like, yeah, possums play dead. He said, Meg, I swear to God, if this little possum wakes up on the shovel as I'm trying to compost it, I'm going to flip out. Um, And I said, honestly, if it wakes up in the compost pile and somehow manages to make it out, it deserves the win. So, yeah. Anyway, that was my wild animal encounter. Oh, man. Um, I have a wild animal encounter that I bet the listeners would have expected you to have. Because I encountered a snake. Oh, 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 no, 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 no. It was awesome. I was hiking with Billy, and we were in this St. Louis County Park not even a state park, not a national park, county park, underrated because not as many people go there. And we were the only people there on this huge hike. It was really beautiful. And I was like looking down at every step because it was one of those paths that has like roots sticking out in different rocks and stuff. Mm-hmm. So even though the surroundings were pretty in the woods, I was mostly just like looking down. But I was looking down maybe like a couple feet in front of me, but no further than that. So Billy, who has maybe more of a spatial understanding, was like looking a little bit further in the path and just like said my name kind of like in a tone of voice that I'm not used to. Maybe a little fear, maybe a little like sternness. Uh-huh. I was like, what? But I like looked at him and then he pointed down at this snake. And I just want you to Google black rat snake. It is the largest snake in Canada and the longest snake. Oh, sorry. The longest snake in North America. But so I, I think I already, without looking it up, I think I already know what it looks like because I'm pretty sure we have them in North Carolina. Okay. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Black rat snakes eat copperheads. They're huge. They're non-venomous to humans, which is awesome. But um, also podcast recommendation to anyone listening but the 99% invisible episode about making anti-venom is wild that was a great listen I gotta say but okay it says the record length recorded is 8 feet 5 inches and this one was not that long but it was at least like 6 honestly it looked like it was 6 feet oh and it was looking slithering across in front of us in the path and then it like slithered up 
this like dead tree that was kind of horizontal and it went inside the dead tree <sighs> like what a perfect snake apartment like a long oh hollow log God. for like a long snake it's perfect god i'm looking i'm wow i'm looking it. at photos i'm looking at the google image photos and honestly it's making me want to like draw my knees up to my chest in my chair because I don't want my bare feet like touching the floor. Aww. That's the level of like skeeved I get. Oh, but yes, I'm familiar with these snakes. My uncle who lives in Durham had one of these on his back patio. Um, wow. Just on his, you know, on the wood of his back patio and he took a photo of it and he sent it to me and the email title was long boy. <laughs> and it's just a photo. Of oh my gosh, does he look at memes? Huh? Does he look at memes? No, yeah. I'm sure he does not look at memes. Oh, he just intuitively called him a long boy? That's amazing. Yeah, long boy. Like, oh, why are you sending this to me? Like, I don't need this. <laughs> you know, actually, I did have another wild animal encounter, sort of similar. My neighbor, Emily, today, um, I was like walking up our shared driveway and she was doing some yard work. And then I heard her yelp and I was like, Oh my God, what? And she said, there's a snake in this brush pile. And I had to go look, even though I'm skeeved out. I was just like, I, I just have to see. And thank goodness. It was just a little Brown snake, um, which are good for your garden. Apparently Aww. very small, but if it had been anything else, I think I would have cried. We, we saw it. another snake as well, but it was really little. I think it was like a baby. It was a ring neck snake. So it had like a little necklace. And it was like as as thick as a pencil and just a little longer. It was so cute. That's about how big the Emily snake mm. was too. Yeah. Not enough to be scary yet. I also saw a bison. Not what? a wild animal encounter though. Yeah, there's a St. Louis has a bison and elk reserve, and it's like a drive-through nature experience. <laughs> and so, like, we just like drove around and watched elk and bison graze. It was awesome. Who knew? I'm constantly surprised by Missouri. <laughs> I know we have some amenities, definitely enough to entertain you for three years, folks who are considering Washio or Slip. Yeah. I mean, there's a whole wine country. Had no idea. I haven't. I have not checked that out. I forget about that. Yeah, apparently there's a uh, there's like a train you can take from downtown St. Louis out to. Uh... Oh, I'm forgetting the name of it. I went to a wedding there. Okay. Yeah. Send this to me. That sounds great. <laughs> Missouri wine country. Yeah. Googling it briefly. Yes. Herman. Herman. That's where I went. H-E-R-M-A-N-N. Okay. Herman. Herman. No, just yeah. Kidding. Highly recommend. Okay. Sweet. Yeah. I'm popping it in the shared doc for you. I only have one last thing on my little outline of things I wanted to remember to talk about, mm. which is a new Korean drama oh. on Netflix. It's called Law School. So finally, <laughs> my, <laughs> my Korean drama consumption and this podcast actually overlap. Worlds collide. But it is very uh, entertaining to me. And it's one of the, one of those shows that like, 
they don't upload to Netflix all at once. Like it's actually dropping one episode a week, kind of like normal TV. I guess. Oh. So yeah, there's a new episode coming out tomorrow. So if people just start binging it tonight, we can all watch it together. We can catch it's, up. It's so dramatic. It actually makes me feel like law school isn't that bad because of how much harder it is in the show. Hmm. Well, what's uh, where can we watch it? What platform is this on? Netflix. Netflix. Yes. All right. Well then, you got anything? Um, else? You got any recommendations? You got any other stuff going on? I don't have any recommendations. I just, I, I mean, this is my my final thing I wanted to say this week. Um, it is my high. Ooh. Oh my gosh! I didn't even ask you about your no, high. It's okay. It's okay. It's I guess very my exciting mind, I was like wild animal encounter equals high, but that's Ooh, not necessarily no. true. No, 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 not for your, not for you, not for moi. <laughs> so today I did very, something very exciting. I met with my academic advisor Ooh. to talk about my schedule for my last trimester of law school oh, th- that I will be registering what? for next week. Oh my gosh. Yeah. So I, I figured out what I'm going to take and it's going to be exciting. I, I'm sure you want to know what I'm taking. So I'm going to tell you. (laughs) Um, so every, all, all three L's have to take bar exam foundations, which is basically what I'm taking right now, but Mm -hmm. I have to take it even more. Um, then I'm going to take law firm management Whoa. which is a course that will just teach you how to set up and run your own law firm if, Whoa, you, that's so if you're cool. interested yeah um i'm gonna take public health law hell yeah and i'm gonna get three credits for my internship at the court of appeals so this is that very exciting hmm? that sounds so great oh yeah it's going to be very chill Cause on top of that, I'm still TAing and, and all that jazz. Um, but none of those classes have a final. It's just papers. What? So truly when I take my, my finals in the, a few weeks, these will be my last finals of law school. That's blowing my mind. Yeah. Well, bar exam that's foundations huge, might right? have a final, but I mean like that's, I don't count that. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. That is a huge high. We still Big don't know high. what what classes are going to be offered in the fall, so I don't have an update like that. In the meantime, you're just working on that career. Yeah, yeah. But I do have one more update. Ooh. Speaking of uh, career and speaking, you have this academic advisor who, for some reason, we do not meet with academic advisors. I'll ask you. I I don't know. It would be nice to help have help picking out classes, but um, but on the theme of like advisors and mentors. So this job I put as my meth for the week that I just feel like it's possible that I won't excel in this internship. Um had yesterday. Today it's like still feels like a little bit up in the air 
Like I have to write a memo. I don't know how to do that. <laughs> I don't know. We did a memo project last year and I don't remember how to do that. So I'm just like, oh my gosh, it's all real. And anyways, um, we are assigned mentors, which is awesome. But I was thinking like, I think I need like something more than just like the the mentor that I'm going to be like meeting with at the firm. And so I posted in this Facebook group that I was looking for like an accountability partner to meet with like 10 minutes before work every morning to like that I can just talk out my to-do list. Obviously not with any client names or anything like that. Just, just saying like my plan for the day, like I think I'm going to need like an hour to catch up on email in the morning and then I have this meeting and then I'm going to do this, but I also need to make sure I do this, you know, just like to talk it out. Right. And then like when we meet like the next day to like just talk it out out loud, like how the previous day went, like was I able to get as much done as I thought I could? Like, you know. What Facebook group did you post this in? Um, It's in this social innovation group called starting block. Oh, okay. And I just thought it would be the right, the right crowd for someone to be down for this. I was offering like basically $10 a day to meet with me for 10 minutes. So a dollar a minute, but I was like, that'd be worth it. Like the $200 a month would be worth it. If it meant that I would be set up to actually get this job offer for next year, you know what I mean? Um, And not just like fall flat on my face. So I basically was looking for just a set of listening ears or whatever Uh any any human really and I just figured someone like would be down for the gig and like to make some money on the side but the person who I found is like amazing she worked in a law firm then she worked for as a government attorney a trial attorney and for like 10 years And then quit that to follow her passion of, like, helping first-generation college students transition between college and the working world and, like, coach them. Wow. she was like, so, yeah, I would love to, like, help you with this. This is, like, right up my alley. And I was like, oh, my gosh. Like, when I talked to her on the phone, like, she knew exactly what I was talking about when it came to, like, billable hours and the structure of, like, receiving assignments and, like, you know, just, you know. It was amazing. Yeah, you don't have to, like, explain all of that to her ahead. It's, like, built in. Yes, and she already gave me, like, some really good advice. She was, like, before, and so now I will share it with you because it could also be helpful for you. Okay. But she was, like, before your internship starts, think about, like, your priorities and your boundaries beforehand and try to be as, like, proactive about um, asserting them as possible, which I think she's going to like help me figure out how to like word that, um, instead of being reactive, like if you're working on two assignments and then someone comes to you and ask, asks you to do another one, like, or, or something like that. Um, she was just explaining that like in the legal field there, there can be like latent, sexism, racism, stuff where people might interpret your defensiveness around your boundaries and your life as like, like they might interpret it like incorrectly, 
Whereas like if you're the one saying, if you're the one being proactive, then then they like respect it more easily. So I, I need to figure out how to do that. But I thought it was a very good first assignment just to think about like, what are my boundaries? Like as a summer intern, am I going to respond to an email that comes in after 9 p.m.? Or am I going to like choose to not like look at my email, that, that kind of thing. So I like that. That's hard because I feel like, well, maybe I shouldn't say that. I guess I'll say this. It seems to me like the whole shtick of the summer intern vying for an employment offer at the end at a big firm like this is that like you are a workhorse and that's how you're going to get ahead. I mean, it's just an extension of, you know, law school gunnerism. (laughs) Um, So I would imagine setting boundaries would be hard and it would feel like almost like a, like you're taking a gamble. Do you feel that way? Yeah, I think I can see why you would think that. And I think it is true to a certain extent and depending on the firm, but at least at Covington, um, we aren't like at least the summer interns are not competing against each other to get like a set number of like job offers at the end. Like there is room for all of us to have job offers as long as we don't mess up. So um, I don't have to like outwork anyone, which is amazing. It's just expected that I work like eight hours a day. And so even though I will like after graduation, when I'm working full time, be expected to be like working a lot uh-huh. during the summer program. They're kind of trying to like, it's like one of those like interview type dances where like we're trying to sell them on us. They're trying to sell us on them. And so they're not like overloading our plates unless it's like something that's like really concentrated. It's like a, it's like something that might have a really quick turnaround. It might be working over, over like eight hours a day, but that's mm-hmm. not for the whole summer. That would just be okay. like during that stressful time. So basically so it, it yeah. will be easier to set boundaries at least for the summer. Yes. Yes, exactly. But like try to set a good, like good habits now. So I was like, oh man, I hadn't even been thinking that far ahead. So I'm so excited to work with this person and, I'll find out like the best way to kind of like publicize her services once I get started with her for real. Great. Yeah. I look forward to hearing more about that. Yeah. 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 Oh my God. I'm slap happy. Uh, you're what happy? Slap happy. Oh, you know that term, right? No. No. Nice. Slap like you're just slack. Slap. Oh slap. yes, I have heard of that. Yeah. I heard slack happy and was like, oh, okay. <laughs> nope. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, I think uh I think I'm turning into a pumpkin. It's 10 or oh. 9 p.m. here in yeah. Greensboro, North Carolina. Which yeah. is like past my bedtime. <laughs> I also just have am having difficulty stringing together sentences just because of like being on on the video all day and and whatnot. Yeah. yeah. Well, have a let great us stop our rambling. 
yeah, yeah. have a great rest of your evening i'll and talk to you later lydia listeners followers you know you, you know where you can contact us right at law school and brief on twitter and law school in brief.com has a a message page so just uh just holler if there's any specific kind of like summer internship uh you know questions final exam questions whatever Anything. not final exam questions <laughs> like that we need to, we need to stop recording <laughs> okay yes yes okay good, good night bye everyone